Hello, I'm Luca De Giglio, and this is the Web3 in Travel podcast, where you can learn about crypto, blockchain, and how the new internet will change travel. This is an episode I've been wanting to do for a while, uh, but I just couldn't end what I was doing. And uh, yeah, and I've done it now. So I created uh, an NFT. I coded myself an NFT, which will allow you, if you want to, donate to this podcast or sponsor this podcast. And you can do this in a completely autonomous way. Basically, there's a smart contract out there which allows you to do that without my intervention. So how does it work? First of all, it is a fork of the Web3 travel ticket, the one we did for Porto. So thanks to Jacopo who developed that one last year. And um, it's similar, but I did some modifications. Why did I do this? Um, I guess I did it because I wanted to code something create an NFT, play a bit around and, and learn. I always have a lot of fun in coding, even if I'm a very bad coder. Still, it allows me to go a little bit lower in the stack, uh, away from the front end, from the surface, and more into the what's actually is happening behind the scenes. I always learn a lot. And another reason is because this wasn't possible before. Until now, to make a donation to a podcast, you should have sent some money through PayPal or a credit card, which I find very cumbersome. Um, and if you wanted to sponsor a podcast, you had to contact the podcast, discuss things and you know, reach an agreement, etc., etc. Um, with Web3, because Web3 is the internet of value, this value can be transferred natively in a faster way, more comfortable way, more automatic way. And I wanted to see what we can do, basically. So with all the limitations of using code somebody wrote and not writing from scratch, because I can't write this kind of stuff from, from scratch, or it would have taken a long time, I I look at this ticket we did and said, okay, let's, let's change it a little bit and make this uh, NFT for donations and, uh, and sponsorships. So that's how it works. If you want to donate to the the podcast, um, knowing that you know I can use the money to pay for the expenses, maybe to spend a bit more time on it, or whatever you, you feel you want to you want to give back because you got something from this podcast, I'll make it easy for you. Uh, but I make it easy for you if actually I made I made it easy for you already, uh, but only if you are on board in the web tree. So if you have a wallet, it is easy. And um, if you have a wallet, it's literally a couple of minutes, provided you have ETH on Arbitrium, because I decided to launch this on Arbitrium, which is a layer two on, on Ethereum. So if you have a little bit of ETH on Arbitrium, you go to a, a certain website, I'm going to give you the link later, you will connect your wallet, you will click Mint, you will Mint, and you will mint an NFT. So you will get an NFT and this NFT will belong to you and I will get a little bit of money. At the moment, the price is about 
um, it may change by the time you you listen to this episode because the price of it may have changed. So it could be $8, $6, depending where it goes. And if somebody else minted before you, the price has gone up. So the donation goes up all the time. So every time somebody donates, the next donation is more expensive. I'm not sure this makes sense. Um, the alternatives were keep it the same uh, or let the donation be free so you can define how much to donate. Um, but I like this one. I like this one because it tells you do it now. It's going to be cheaper. It doesn't force you to choose an amount, which is always difficult. Every choice is like mentally taxing. And um, yeah, and it's fun. It's like game theory and whatever. The code was doing that before and I was too lazy to change it, I suppose. That's for donations. So you donate to the podcast. You don't simply donate and get a receipt from PayPal. You get an NFT and this NFT shows on your collection on OpenSea. So you can also kind of signal the fact that you have uh, donated to it. Whatever that means, whatever that means in the future, whatever that means for you, Anyway, you got a public receipt showing that you have donated to a podcast. That wasn't possible before, was it? You would pay through PayPal. PayPal gets you, uh, sends you a notification. Maybe the podcast sends you a note or whatever, even an image, even a thank you email, but it's not public. Uh, so you cannot really, yeah, you, you can share it on, on social networks, etc. but who can prove this is actually true? Now with WebTree, your donation is public and nobody can say, no, this address didn't do it. It's immutable. Uh, it's it's a final proof, okay? Again, I'm doing this to, by doing it, understand all the implications, right? And as I'm explaining this to you, I realize there are many implications in that. There's also negative ones, like your address will be doxed, so everybody will know this is your address if you share it on social networks. Like you, you donate to the podcast, you get an NFT, you share the NFT on social networks and everybody will know your address. That's one of the problems with, with blockchains. The transparency is very bad for privacy. Uh, but anyway, there is a lot of ramifications. And if you think about this NFT in like impossible declinations for your own business in travel, you know, that you can start thinking about real case scenarios. So it is interesting. Uh, sponsorship. Let's say you want to buy some visibility in a very niche website about Web3 and travel, and you want to do it the easy way. Well, there's nothing easier than that. You connect your wallet, you click on sponsor, and you pay. The price now is 0.1 ETH, uh, about $130 at today's prices. And there's one extra thing you do when you sponsor. You also write a text, and the text could be hotel, whatever, the name of your hotel, uh, the name of your company, your name, whatever. So you insert a short text, maximum 32 characters, and this text will go in two places. It will go on the NFT and I will mention it in the podcast. So let's explain this a bit more in detail. Suppose that there are already 10 donations. There are 10 NFTs out there. You write the name of your company. You mint 
No, sorry, not mint. You pay because you're not minting an NFT here. You're not creating an extra NFT. You are overwriting all the previous NFTs and you are setting the future NFTs to have your text. So let's say again, there are 10 NFTs with no sponsor or with some sponsor, let's say Hotel Majestic. You come in, you pay, you insert your text and you say Hotel Adriatic, this is your business. You pay, the money goes to the NFT, basically to, to the smart contract, basically to me. And you are overwriting, you're rewriting all the NFTs which exist, so the 10 NFTs, with your own text. So the Hotel Majestic goes away and the Hotel Adriatic is now displayed in the website, in OpenSea and wherever these NFTs will be shown. Now, you are not minting an NFT here. You're not getting an NFT. You're just writing on other NFTs. Uh, another thing which happens is that I see this and in the next episode, I will mention your company. I will say something like this. This episode is sponsored by Hotel Adriatic, who paid to be mentioned in this episode in the podcast NFT. Their website is hoteladriatic.whatever. And then I will also add your website link to the description of the episode. So again, you pay a certain amount of money, you get a mention in the podcast, and this mention stays forever because it's recorded and it stays there forever. And then you also get your name in all NFTs. Then somebody else comes after you, pays 20% more, and overrides all the NFTs. What happens then? Your mention in the episode stays there forever. So you paid for that and that stays forever. For anybody who's going to listen to that episode in the future is going to hear your name or your company's name. But your NFT, the NFTs won't show your name anymore. It's gone, right? So your mention on the NFT is temporary. While the mention in the episode, which I, I would say is more important, is forever. So you paid for exposure and you got exposure. Now you can say, oh, I, I like it. I want to be back there. You come back and you pay again. In this case, you pay 20% more of the person who displaced you. So you're paying twice here. Um, all right. So this is a bit the deal, right? You can have a very easy way to sponsor this podcast simply by paying a certain amount of money with the guarantee to be mentioned in one episode at least, and be there forever, and to be for a certain amount of time on every single NFT. Let's say you have just sponsored and somebody mints a new NFT, somebody donates, your name will be there. So you're going to have 10 plus the next 5, 10, whatever, until somebody makes a sponsorship. Now, what happens if you sponsor and nobody sponsors after you for five episodes? You will be mentioned in five episodes. So I guarantee you the mention in one episode, but you may get many, many more, depending on how, you know, how this project is, uh, is, is received, how many people want to sponsor here. I will mention this fact. I will say that there's a sponsorship um, in every episode, of course, because I will say today's sponsor is, and I'm going to look at the last one. And by talking about the sponsorship, new people will hear it and they may come in and, and make the sponsorship. So again, 
to simplify what, what I described so far. Anybody can make a donation and the donation price goes up every time somebody makes a donation and what you get in return, an NFT. That NFT stays with you forever. If you sponsor, you get a mention forever in the podcast, so at least one episode, and you are going to get exposure on the NFT itself for a certain number, for a certain time until somebody else comes. Now, the longer you wait, the more expensive it is because every time somebody sponsors is 20% more. This will be running until the end of the year. So for the whole 2023, you can do this. Again, the donations and the sponsorship prices will go up uh, every time somebody donates or, or makes a sponsor. And at the end of the year, it just stops. And then we'll see what to do. Maybe do something different or whatever. We're going to learn, I suppose, from how the market reacts to that. We're going to learn uh, what other people do. We will see. But so far, for this, I'm very satisfied. It's been uh, very, very good fun. I had a lot of fun in developing that. Um, I also, you know, I, at the beginning, I asked a lot of help uh, from Jacopo. It's not easy to set up. Uh, a whole environment for you know developing the smart contract in the front end, etc. If you don't do this often, and after a while I stopped bothering him because I got a new friend, and this friend is Chat GPT. Uh, I I went to this website and uh, Chat.OpenAI, and uh, I started asking questions uh, about the code, and I would get answers. And I got a lot of help, and it was really amazing to see how far AI has come in this field, in in helping for, for coding. That's really amazing. Uh, I also tried GitHub Copilot, which is basically GitHub suggesting code while you code, and I found this less interesting. Um, funnily enough, because the uh, GitHub Copilot has all the context and should be able to help you much more, but it kind of suggests when it wants, not when you need it, while chat uh, GPT, you can just go and ask information. Um, and another thing I did, if you look at the website, oh, by the way, I haven't told you the website yet. It's podcast.webtreeintravel.com. So it's the same website as the conference and on the subdomain podcast.webtreeintravel.com. So if you look at the images, they were AI generated. They were generated on playgroundai.com, which is one of those websites where you can get in, write some description of an image and then we create it for you. And I wanted an image with a podcast, uh, sorry, with a microphone of a podcast. So something which you see, you see the image, you see a microphone, you understand there's something to do with a podcast, but it's also nice. So I managed to build, to create an image made of uh, like a, a nice background in Tuscany, a foggy background in Tuscany with a foreground microphone. And then another one at the bottom, which is more a bit more worrying image with um, with a landscape which inspires a bit of maybe fear. It's pretty heavy, but but I like it. And again, another amazing thing. Um, there you go. So what else? Well, the code is completely open source. I have to do some changes. I have to publish the code in GitHub. I will do it as soon as possible. Uh, the smart contract is verified. Uh, you may remember what that means. The smart contract is verified means that you can see the code on, on the block scan. So in this case, it's an Arbitrium Arbiscan 
rbscan.io. So rbscan.io is the blockchain explorer of Arbitrium. You can see the code there, and that proves that the code you see is the same code which actually runs, and so there are no like risks or, or mistakes and everything. So, I mean, at least risk. I could have done bad things in it, uh, but at least you see the code. There you go. Um, yeah, what else? So the website and the contract code are open source and licensed under MIT license. Original code by Jack Mostry, Jacopo. Uh, I'm, I'm just reading the, the, the footer here. The background images are created with Playground AI on stable diffusion. Yeah. I guess that's it. So try, have a look. It's um, podcast.webtree. Tree is a number, is a digit. Intravet.com. I'm going to put this in the, show, in the show notes. Connect your wallet to Arbitrium and make a donation or make a sponsorship. Now, how do you get it on Arbitrium? Um, if you don't have any, the, websites will, the website will show you and say, look, you don't have enough money, buy here. And it is going to send you to Ramp Network. So you can buy a little bit from the website and get it straight in your wallet. That's the easiest way to do it. Or if you have exchanges, you can go on Binance, for instance. I think Coinbase too, and you buy it on Arbitrium, and then you send it to your to your wallet. A um, transaction is very cheap. I forgot to mention that. So this is Ethereum, but it's a layer two. So to mint a donation NFT, you're gonna spend like maybe five, six, maybe ten cents of a dollar for the gas fee. Same goes for the sponsorship. Um, to send the ETH from, from the wallet, from the exchange to the wallet, same. So the fees are already very low and it's very cheap. Now, if you've never used the layer two, well, that could be the chance you were waiting for. Uh, at the same time, Arbitrium is the biggest layer two in Ethereum and it doesn't have a token yet. So if as the other layer two did in the past, Optim Optimism, uh, which airdropped their op tokens, Arbitrium most probably, and I say this because everybody expects them to do it, will airdrop tokens in the future. And why would you need to airdrop tokens? Well, you want to give ownership to the community, so you're going to have airdrop tokens. Now, will they airdrop tokens because you interacted with this specific smart contract? I don't know. Nobody knows, right? But, you know, it could be one of those things you do to prepare first to learn to to use layer twos to get used to it to have some eat there for for the future for other things happening in the future and secondly because you know it's going to increase your chances to to get the airdrop of those tokens and become part of the community of Arbitrum in the future now you can already look at the nfts by going for instance on OpenSea. So if you go on OpenSea.io and you look for WebTree in Travel Podcast Donation, you will see the, the collection. At the moment, there's only one NFT and there's not any sponsor text yet because I haven't sponsored myself. The first one, I let somebody else do it. So if you are the first, you're going to be, you're going to see a new line, which you don't see now, which is sponsor and then the text you insert. Okay, I guess that's it. So podcast.webtreeintravel.com. Go in, you can donate, you can sponsor for 
donate for $7, sponsor for $130, and you need Arbitrium ETH. That's it. So I will mention this. I will keep informed on how it goes in every future episode. Um, I I really hope it works. Uh, I want to see this in action. I don't expect to make a lot of money out of it. Out of it is like seven dollars. Then it goes to seven twenty. Then eight. And then sponsorship could bring some money, but no, not a lot anyway. Uh, but I would really like this to work to kind of to prove the fact that we have a better technology now. And we can do things which we couldn't do before. Of course, the limitation is always um, the fact that you need wallets, that if you don't have money on that chain, you need to bring money on that chain. So it's not yet there in terms of ease of use. But if you are sufficiently motivated and you think there is some value into this, um, at the end of the day, it's not a lot of work. Uh, Certainly less than contacting me and having a discussion about the sponsorship. So. Uh, thank you for well for following me in this in this podcast so far. This is a big step. I expect 2023 to be a big year for the podcast. In 2023, we will probably be in a bear market, which will allow us to focus more on interesting stuff. And if a bull market starts, uh, well, then probably the, the podcast will also get a lot of more visibility. But that's not the point. The point here for this podcast is to get ready for the next big wave and try to uh, kind of forecast the next big things. The next big things in the next cycle will not be the usual things. Every cycle, there's new things, right? Last time was NFTs, a bit before DeFi, before that was ICOs. Bitcoin is always there in parallel. What are going to be the big things of the next cycle? We don't know yet. This is the moment in which we can dedicate time to understand things we 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 think are interesting. I wouldn't try to you know catch the next uh, narrative. The, the narrative is actually easy to to understand once it has formed enough momentum. So I wouldn't try to get the narrative too early. Uh, just be there, keep paying attention, learn more things, experiment with things like this one, and and then get ready for the next one. The next one may be the one where travel actually changes, uh, at least partially, because of Web3. So I, I hope that uh, this specific leader project I've done myself, I know I'm giving too much attention to it, the whole episode, but it was a lot of work for me and a lot of fun. So I want to share it with you. Maybe you are a person who, who can code a little bit, uh, who would like to code. Maybe you want to, you have an idea and you want somebody to code it with you. Uh, so yeah, do it. Um, you know, you may be building something which actually then picks up. You, you, you may be doing something which later becomes the fold and you've been the first one. Who knows? Uh, don't hold back. Um, I was talking yesterday, I had an interview yesterday with Cynthia from D Travel, and she was saying the things we build now are going to be billion-dollar companies in the future. So this is the important moment. Don't get distracted now, and don't get distracted by AI. (laughs) AI is distracting everyone, rightly so, because it's very interesting. Follow it as much as you think it's worth. I think it is worth. 
but keep your eyes on Web3, on crypto. This is here to stay, and this is the moment in which you, you have to do the hard work and, and you're going to reap the benefits later. So thank you, and let's see how this goes. All right, this is the end of today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. For more insights on Web3, follow me on Twitter at TripLuca, T-R-I-P-L-U-C-A, and see you next time.